0: East and West with Mario and Les with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I obviously am Les, and this is my co-host Mario Kiki. How are you, Leslie? I'm good. I just wanna I wanna read you something real quick, okay? Please do. Sociopath, <clears throat> it's a noun, a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior and a lack of conscience. Does that remind you of
1: anybody? You know, if you were going to call me out for being a sociopath, I wish you would have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly who you're talking to. Well, actually. Based on the cast of Pump Rules, it's kind of hard to deduce. So who exactly uh, yeah. are you talking about, ma'am?
0: <laughs> I am talking about our friend Rachel Levis. But I just have to say, it could really describe any member past and present of Pump Rules.
1: Absolutely. That's why I'm like, you know, let's get a little clarity here. I, I yeah. think these last two weeks have been... um very awakening for myself just because I feel like we all got cheated on and we all have been trying to recover together and we all have been trying to just, you know, move forward. Yes. Um, but that was a very accurate definition. I think it applies this season to Rachel, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that cast is something else. So before we continue, I did want to acknowledge that we did hear from Ariana, who's Tom's estranged girlfriend after the breakup. She posted something on Instagram and then, um, you know, I was waiting to see how she would go forward. And now, of course, she did post it at 11 p.m. our time, which is over here on the West Coast. But I still took it upon myself to send you the link. I'm sorry that you're three hours ahead of me. But listen news is breaking and so we have to (laughs) we have to follow the news Uh, her caption was pretty cute straightforward she had a cute dress on and Um, She said, I want to express my most sincere gratitude for the outpouring of love and support I have received from friends, family and people I've never even met in the last two weeks. When I have felt like I couldn't even stand, you all have given me the strength to continue and see me through my darkest hours. I am so effing lucky to have the best support system in the world. And I hope I can repay every single person for the love you have shown me. And then she ended it with what doesn't kill me better run. I don't know what that wow. meant. But yeah. um I heard that Rachel is on the run so maybe that's uh- <laughs> Yeah. If I were Rachel
0: I'd be running for sure.
1: I mean, I don't want to piss none of those people off. I just want to talk about them. But Well,
0: speaking, yeah, speaking of Rachel, uh, apparently they've been having the affair since um after that
1: Vegas trip from the other one- night's episode. Yeah, the one that just aired, right? Mhm. That's so bizarre to me that like because we're going to obviously recap the um, episode. And so Andy Cohen said on his podcast or on his show that, you know, we did, they didn't recut the episode. Everything that happened happened as it did. Right. Because knowing what we know now, it, everybody's like reacting accordingly. And so, um, yeah, she said the affair, like you said, started at the Las Vegas episode. That was August of 2022. So, I mean, but also, how do you, let's see, how do we feel about this? How do I want to address this gossip mm-hmm. that I got? I sent you the video of the gossip I seen of the woman saying that Ariana, Tom, and Rachel had a threesome, and apparently right. that's, that's where it all started. Uh, it's. I've been getting different feedback. Some people are like, okay, well, that's not, it's still not cool. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's, it's cool. It's not, yeah.
0: Yeah, I have my opinions on it, too,
1: so... I mean, even if it did start with the threesome, it doesn't mean that I'm rationalizing um, the affair or that it's Ariana's yeah. fault or something. Yeah.
0: I believe the threesome happened knowing what we know about Ariana and Lala having their little Trice. Like, rendezvous in the back of the car or whatever it was while Sandoval was driving, right? Is that yeah. what the story was? That was strange. Um, I mean, I believe it, but the thing is, Rachel still shouldn't have been carrying on in my opinion a secret affair with him after ariana was like her only friend basically for a long time she shouldn't have done that to ariana um then again if you open up your relationship to threesomes or anything else there's bound to be trouble
1: absolutely i think that's why like i don't know like you have to be careful when you're being the third and I mean mm-hmm. some of my friends have told me that they're they've been the third in a situation, I've been the third in the situation ship mm-hmm. here and there. But everybody's always on the same page and there's open dialogue and there's open right. legs And so I think that like you have to be just careful when you're fucking with somebody's relationship. Like especially me being the single Samantha Jones that I am. <laughs> I try to be careful <laughs> about Right, okay, right. I don't want to fuck with somebody that if I see any red flags, I mean, you don't want to yeah. go there. Like, it's yeah. look at the mess this girl got herself into, though, Rachel. It's like, I mean, I know what a mess. I know, I mess, know it. mess, mess, mess. Uh, speaking of mess, Kristen, how do you say her last name, Kristens? Uh, Doty. I always want I always want to call her Kristen Duty, but I know that's. Funny. I know <laughs> it's Doty. <Dodie>. Um, Doty. <laughs> she was also blabbing. You know what? I want to give Kristen. Uh. I want to give her her flowers because she has been reporting from the trenches because she, she can, that because she can't. That is true. That is
0: true.
1: She's not contractually obligated to stay quiet like everybody else. No. And so um, it's fascinating to see me, it's, to see her be like contract, contractually free to just ramble on and on and on.
0: Yes. I was um, listening today to her latest episode for a little bit while I was in the car. Yeah. She has all the information though. And apparently I'm assuming that Ariana is allowing her
1: to give this information out on her podcast. So. No, absolutely. And she was on an episode of a podcast recently and. She said that um, a Ariana learned about the affair months long after, obviously, and that he was just gaslighting Ariana. There was no genuine apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was giving us, these are details from their intense confrontation, which was apparently filmed for this season. So this season finale cannot uh, get here fast enough. Oh, no. Uh Our Kristen was saying that Tom was saying how she never supports him. She doesn't validate him. And he was just blaming her. I mean, that's so gross. Oh my God. Cue the violins. I can't. Oh my God. I cannot. And then, well, we know that Kristen dated Tom from 2007 to 2014. Mm -hmm. Um, So that gives us extra context as to how well she knows him too. Right. Um, so she said that she also that Tom kept making excuses after they went their separate ways. And of course, it made Ariana mad. But then when she said she filmed with her, she was crying and holding up her phone. And he essentially confirmed that their relationship was out of convenience and not love and romance. I mean, this is why I think Mr. Sandoval doesn't want to. Um, continue to film because he's scared that he's going to look in a quote bad light and I'm like you don't have any good light left sir like no too late at this point there is no good lighting left brother like at this point you have to just do you think that they're going to stay together
0: no I mean I if you were her would you I certainly wouldn't no, I mean, I think they
1: should, because look at all the stuff they're going through at this point. Oh, you, better- you
0: mean Rachel and Tom? Oh,
1: no, no, no. No, Rachel and Tom. I'm sorry. Not oh, Ariana. Yeah. Ariana yeah, and Tom better like, be done.
0: Oh, yeah. They better be done. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I feel like they only have each other at this point.
1: And it, to me, it's like, how do you go through all of this in the public eye and then mm-hmm. be like, we're going to break up? It's like, no, you better right. ride this out. You right. better... Buckle up. It's going to be a long ride because I think at the end of the day, people do move on to the next scandal and I'm not trying to downplay it of at course. all. Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, there's going to be the next Bravo scandal. That's going to ru- hold us by the neck like this one. Mm-hmm. And cause I mean, listen, Kristen, Stassi, Jax, they all went through their own scandal, a much more, a much more intense scandal, but now they're, Three years later, they're back, and people aren't really focused on what they did anymore. Right? It was the accusations were obviously much more terrible. They were race related, of and course. Stuff. Yeah. So I'm not trying to equate them at all, but I also think uh, I just think once- people are shocked about this on both sides for him
0: and for her. So. Yeah.
1: The shock value is definitely there, but I think in a few years, we'll be like, oh yeah, they got together because of A, B, and and so.
0: Well, Dodie did confirm some other things. I think this is when she was a guest on another podcast, and she was saying that Sandoval and Rachel did make out at Coachella, so that's true. Tom refuses to leave uh, his and Ariana's house. Tom and Rachel did kiss on camera when they filmed. recently uh schwartz knew as well as sandoval's mother knew since december about the affair and sheena did not hit rachel but she did push her
1: Mm. well so did you see katie on watch what happens live i did did you see that they were talking about tom schwartz uh on tmz his interview yes (laughs) <laughs> I think Andy I think Andy was mad because when Katie said, haven't you ever heard of No Comment? And that yeah. Andy was like, Well, yeah, I DM'd him. I think because he obviously doesn't want this to be like discussed before the reunion. Right. And so to me it looks very much like, let me call TMZ to make it seem like I just got landed. Right. You know what I mean? So I
0: think he was yeah, because he was like, Don't you know, like you can just walk away.
1: Exactly. Don't have to talk
0: to them. I think um Schwartz though has this like his nice guy persona so he doesn't want to be like oh no like he wants to talk to them so
1: i don't know but i want to hear it
0: all at the reunion
1: yeah well short stinks that everything's going to be all right in the long run and everybody's taking things day by day and i'm like well i mean listen he's probably I mean, he has a point, but it's not the end of the world for us. But I just feel like next season will be exciting to see Ariana's redemption and to see if Mm -hmm. even Tom and Rachel are back. And it'll be, you know, this scandal, as tragic as it may be, has Mm -hmm. definitely revitalized this franchise like it oh, has thousand percent yeah which brings me to my next gossip <laughs> teddy malencamp i love <laughs> teddy malencamp she was being snarky on melissa Gorgas podcast and she said that Rick, lisa Vanderpump probably paid rachel to have the affair
0: <laughs> which was only a joke she it was just snark and everybody went nuts and started everybody, attacking her everybody
1: Lost their shit and listen. I I read the headline and I'm like, no, she did not. But before I reacted on Twitter and came at her, I went to go listen to the audio Mm -hmm. to see what how exactly Teddy said it. And it's clearly a joke. Like when you hear it, you hear that Teddy was just being shady, and Teddy was just because you know Teddy and Vanderpump have a history of right. They they were friends and they then it was a mess, Mm -hmm. but a part of me feels that Teddy just came back for Vanderpump on Kyle's behalf because, you know, when Lisa Vanderpump was on right. Watch What Happens Live, Lisa joked that fans are okay to come for Kyle and Rinna. Right. And obviously- she didn't
0: like violence, but that was okay. <laughs> okay. And I thought that was, I thought that was funny too, but. Yeah, me too. But everybody went but nuts
1: about that as well. Everybody lost their cool. And so I think Teddy was just like, Everything is calculated by Vanderbump, mm-hmm. and she probably paid Raquel. <clears throat> but um, Tamra Judge was objective, and she said, I think she just wants the best for everybody. You know, She wants the best for the girls, but she also wants her shows to be good. And so, of course. Of course.
0: Did you, you see know. where Teddy tweeted, the sky is blue? Just yeah. To see what- and then, then some idiot tweets back. And if you're that idiot, I'm really sorry, but I thought this was stupid. Oh my God, you're so boring! Can't you tweet anything better than the sky is blue? Like they didn't get it. It's like they didn't hello. Get
1: her point, but that brings. I, I was listening to two teas in a pod with Tamara and Teddy, and um, Teddy. I mean, I love Tamara because she told Teddy on the show, like I think Teddy is addicted to bad press. Like she loves the uh, yes, negative I heard that. Better. Yeah, but you know, the T and Teddy probably stands for troll because that girl stays trolling everybody. <laughs> and I, no shade, I love it. I. Crack up because she, everybody yeah. hates her so much. I've never understood why I, everybody hates her. Me neither. Like, I, I think, you know, she did her job as best as she could. And mm-hmm. um, shout out to Flo, who did not agree with me because I said she should come <laughs> back. And he, he came back with a list. And I was just like, I was at work. I was like, you know what, Flo, I'll get you together later. But I think <laughs> she can, like, do... I don't know. I think she would just, she's in a different headspace now. And I think it would be interesting to see her now on the show. You know Yeah, what I mean? me too. So, yeah, I agree. But I mean, as far as pump rules gossip, why don't, um, I, I think it's kind of dying down, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And we can just move on and everybody can just relax and decompress and get a little self-care if you're that bothered by it. Before- yeah, I
0: know they're filming next week though. So, oh. Or, oh. and with that restraining order, they're not sure how that's going to work because Raquel, Rachel and Sheena can't be in the same room. So even if they do it by Zoom, they can't communicate with each other either. And I think that Sheena should take one for the team and do it from Zoom so that Rachel is in the studio with everybody. That's what I think.
1: Oh, I don't even I'm scared for Rachel like I Oh, me she's too. cuz I will be know, watching. I will be watching, I will be ready, but Rachel has never been one to have like an advanced vocabulary. No. So ev- everything's going to be coming at her <laughs> and she's not even going to be able to defend herself because everybody like it's so much. And so mm-hmm. before we dig or dive into pump rules recap, um, I wanted to laugh at this ridiculous claim. <laughs> <that> Teresa, <laughs> Teresa Jew or that Melissa Gorga said about her sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. She said that Teresa did her forehead. She got, a procedure done on her forehead to get her forehead laying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, I was laughing so hard because the article that I saw, they put pictures of Teresa from it season It looks like four. it. And I'm like, holy shit. Had Melissa, had Melissa not pointed it out, I probably wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. I mean, Teresa's hairline was infamous season one, but yeah, I think we're just used to her by now that I mm-hmm. didn't realize that. You know. I know, I know. But, it
0: definitely looks longer, though. There's
1: definitely something different going on there. Exactly, like uh, I, I that for the idea that somebody would get their forehead done. I'm like, oh. How did they do, how do, they they do, do that
0: though? It's so weird. Did, did, did they add skin? Did they shave her hairline? Like, I don't understand. I need to Google that and find out because I mean, you see my giant ass forehead. That's the last thing I need is more forehead. I actually need less that I could understand, but to get a bigger one, how they do that. And I'm making hand motions here, like a crazy person, but like, I don't, I don't get it.
1: You know, it's just the most, what would you have done if you could have anything done? I don't think you need anything, but.
0: I would do, I would get a facelift, I think.
1: Oh my God. Like, like here, I not
0: like a neck lift and not just like, you see this?
1: I see nothing. All right. Well, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never had an issue with my boobs. They're fine. Mines are
1: saggy and unsupported, but. um.
0: I don't know. I don't, I think I would just do a facelift when I need it,
1: but I, I would never,
0: I feel like I'd be too scared.
1: I always joke that I have a wifi signal on my forehead. Look at that. That is a wifi <laughs> signal if I've ever seen one. So I need Botox on my forehead. I but, could use some. My 11s are a little deep. But I mean, listen, once we get there, I'll be very transparent. I need to hit up Tamara Judge and ask her who did her facelift because she got a great facelift. Hers is
0: good. Yeah. And, I think I'll need neck before face. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, that was a quick rundown of the pump rules gossip that's been taking over. Did you watch this episode this week?
0: I did. And, yeah, we wanted to let you guys know that we're going to be recapping pump rules probably for the rest of the season. We have to. Yeah, now we're going to be looking for, like, the little red flags and everything. Right because we're definitely watching it with different eyes now. So, um, Everybody's lenses, yeah. yeah, so this was season 10, episode 6, and it was called Divorce Party Crashers. Um and the episode starts off in Vegas where we last were when Rachel was making
1: out with Oliver.
0: Now, was he actually separated at this time? I wonder because he says that he was.
1: Well, his then, I don't remember, I don't know if it was his then partner was live yeah instagram story saying oh, they, were, right. they were they were not mean. separated yeah which which what we know now it's aligned with rachel's preference of men that if they're with somebody she wants them so
0: exactly well the girls are in the hotel room and rachel appears very tipsy and she admits that she doesn't know not to put aluminum in the microwave that katie had to tell her that was this bitch raised by wolves i, I don't I understand mean- isn't that like That's like common
1: knowledge. Come on. Everybody
0: knows that. She comes into Lala and Katie's room with her food that Lala then called her disgusting food on her live Instagram the other day. Um, And the fact that she made out with Oliver when Lala was interested was just kind of shady. But Lala said that she gave her the okay to do it. And in Katie's confessional, she says that Rachel always seems to be interested in guys her friends like. Or are married to, which is a red flag for her, Uh,
1: you think? And she could have shared that red flag with Ariana, Miss Ma'am. Like, if you thought that, why didn't you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I don't understand why she didn't, you know, say something about that to Ariana. I mean, I thought that they were super close. So what what happened next after that, Mario?
1: Well, as the conversation continues, Lala says that after a few drinks, she wouldn't trust Rachel around her man. And that's when Rachel says, thank God you don't have a man to be around. Oh I mean, God. I started laughing and I thought cheering. I thought it, it was, was kind of funny, too. I think what she said was clearly, well, Rachel said that to Lala. It was clearly mean and rude, but I think it had more to do with her not being sober. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, And her- she slept
0: with her boyfriend too yeah and I, I mean she I, makes
1: a good point i think what she meant to say was you don't have a man so why are you even worried about it you know exactly. what i mean so exactly i i think that lala just handled it as gracefully as she could that day because she or that when she first heard it because she's like i'm gonna shut this down mm-hmm. rachel's been drinking it's 3 a.m and so i mean as soon as rachel walks out the room they all started talking shit about her and making Mm -hmm. fun of her and she eavesdropped i don't know why she wanted to eavesdrop but her feelings were hurt now Mm -hmm. if she hadn't been involved with tom i think i would have felt bad for rachel i I would too yeah a, a part of me still felt bad for her because nobody likes to hear them being like like me and you, we talk oh, about people behind behind yeah. their backs. So for, I mean, hey, thank you.
0: Just to be normal and talk be, talk shit behind their back. Like hello,
1: Not that hard. But it was. Um, but it's hard for us to. I I wrote down BS before Scandal, but um, I I felt I still felt a little bit of like empathy for this girl. Like as much mm-hmm. as she has messed up lately, I feel like damn. Well, nobody likes to hear themselves being criticized like that. So right, definitely. <sighs> So, so
0: what, what came next after Well, in, that?
1: The mor- in the morning, Rachel says that she doesn't remember anything that happened, but she does remember saying something offensive to Lala, but she doesn't remember what mm-hmm. Lala in her confessional says. What she showed up with on this bed was appalling. Like, really? <laughs> appalling? Like, we're going to use with appalling. I know. Like, at this Lala point. Lala is like- very dramatic she sounded like a complete asshole and it's just average to me it was average behavior from any type of reality star it's like yeah she's appalling but she's also sleeping with everyone's man apparently so um what else happened (laughs) um lala then asked rachel do you really feel like that like if you can't keep a man here i am like you know i enjoy lala but she is one of the consistently most wrong people on bravo like that is not what Rachel was saying at all. No. Like she's Rachel, hypocritical too. Yeah. Well, Rachel was not saying that she would cheat with someone else's man. She was making fun of Lala for not having a man. Exactly. Um, those two are two different things, you know. So I don't know. She Lala then lays it out, if you might cheat with the guy that she's in a relationship with, then you're not for her. It's like, girl, do you remember who you had sex with? Like yeah. I'm you know, we're gonna get there, but
0: uh-huh. The hypocr- I know.
1: the hypocrisy was like beyond at that point. I know. Well, so- we're,
0: yeah. You you can go ahead. No, okay. keep on. No, keep going. No. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're then like in the car ride on the way to the lake, and uh, Christina Kelly asks Raquel what her breakup with James is like. And then we get treated to her recounting one of James's lowest points when he was freaking out at her family over Thanksgiving. That's pretty bad. I didn't know that he said all those things about her mom. He he said that her dad isn't a good dad and that her dad's miserable because her mom's a fat bitch. Like, it's it's definitely on point, like on brand for James. I can see that. But like, what a shitty thing to say to somebody.
1: That's completely and, terrible too. Yeah. To
0: and she then says that people have been asking her, Raquel, who are you? And her answer is she
1: doesn't know. And
0: then. Freaks and out she has- and has a panic attack right after.
1: I mean, I didn't know if that panic attack was real until I saw like her sweat stains on her pig. Yeah, I was like, I know, Oh she shit. She like, her arm
0: and it was like.
1: I was like, like Oh my God, yeah. God, she's like leaking. And to me, it's like, that's a it was a very relatable moment because I'm like, girl, nobody knows who they are. Like I don't fucking know no. who I am. Like we are all just doing our best every day. Of uh, course, for the most part, I mean not all of us are having affairs, but I think that now She you know, she's obviously at that point she's recovering from her she's still recovering from breaking her engagement with James and she's right. she's peeling the layers of the relationship that we didn't see with James. And I mm-hmm. think what made me realize is that when she was with James on the show, it was always her and James against everybody else. It felt like yes, so now we're starting to see what really the relationship was like. You know what I mean? so right, right. It's interesting to see her train her mental perception of the relationship now that she's being more honest and everything. and again, I always have to say I'm not defending her actions, mm-hmm. but when someone is that upset and vulnerable. And then you have a cute boy who might be married. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I know. Clearly, homegirl wasn't thinking straight. So it's, I mean, I'm starting to get more context as to why people do the things they do. And so it was a good little way to see more of the later. It definitely
0: was. Because you're right. It was like them against everybody else. And she was always trying to defend him. So we were never, she was never giving us that tea on what he was actually doing. Absolutely. Behind the scenes. So yeah
1: well then they hey. get to the restaurant and charlie shows up fresh off a shift from Sarah, and everybody goes to the pool mm-hmm. um charlie very specifically asked them if they met any servers in paris i mean to me it's like okay clearly production told her what to ask because, obviously because that was their way to talk about the story of Garcel's son
0: definitely
1: and again, Lala brings up by saying that Rachel's comment was offensive to all women in the world. And she says when she heard it, she was personally offended. You know what? I don't identify as a woman. Were you offended by Rachel's comment?
0: Um, That
1: she was a mistress?
0: That one? I wasn't, like, offended by that because, and I'm sorry, I really love you, Lala. I don't think you're listening to this. But if by chance you were, uh, I mean, you did take a Range Rover from him. Um, he was still married, you thought he wasn't. That's not your fault because he told you otherwise. But mm, the line is
1: murky there, yeah. And I don't even think Rachel was offensive, I think she was just making fun of Lala, someone who has been more mean than nice on this show. Like, she's absolutely been more mean and listen i love it i love watching it on the show and i think that she's more mean than anything
0: well she's Um, a virgo like us so she's gonna tell it how she thinks it no matter what it is and you know sometimes (laughs) that shit will get you into trouble
1: absolutely even if it's true we got to a point that i did not see coming because rachel Mm -hmm. is finally sick of it and she decides to stick up for herself um she tells Lala that she shouldn't trust her around any of her men. And when Lala asks why Rachel says, because you slept with my boyfriend. Right. And so Lala actually did the thing that Rachel at this point was only being accused of. (laughs) So at that moment Uh I gave the point to Rachel because Lala did drunkenly have sex with James Kennedy when Mm -hmm. she knew that he was with Rachel and she was with Randall. So, I mean, Lala tells Rachel, you have to get over it, babe. It was six years ago. But for me, it's like, just because Lala's over it doesn't mean that Rachel has had the same amount of time to process it. And and just because Lala's over her own bad behavior, it doesn't mean everyone else has to be wrong. No, like, definitely like, not. Everybody at this table was wrong. I even made a list of everybody wrong and why they were wrong. Like, <laughs> Charlie was wrong for Rachel by sticking up for herself. Like, I think... Rachel was wrong for accusing Lala of sleeping with the married man when she was actively doing it herself. Mm-hmm. Lala is wrong about Rachel and, and by calling her a hypocrite and like, and this one, and even Katie Maloney was wrong because, mm-hmm. you know, she sits there and she tells Rachel that, you know, you were hitting on a guy and you wanted to make out with him and I'm still married to him. But it's mm-hmm. like, girl, you're at your fucking divorce party. Like, right. you, why are you now throwing something in Rachel's face that she wanted to make out with your soon-to-be ex-husband when we're allegedly celebrating your divorce party? Like, right. Like, I know. Like, ugh, Like, I got so frustrated because I'm like, you're using the fact that Tom was still married mm-hmm. only when it's convenient for her. Right. Knowing full well that they are both moving on and free to fuck of whoever course. they want to fuck. She's so already said,
0: had sex with other people. So what does ex- she care anymore then?
1: Exactly. So, I mean, should Rachel have tried to kiss Shorty? No. no. But no. the justification that Katie has is completely ass-backwards. Like, it was just, yeah. they were all looking like fools at this time. I'm just like, girls, you guys are all stupid. Well, I was
0: disappointed in them that they brought all that shit up after she had that panic attack. Because at this point, they don't know what she's actually doing with Sandoval, if it's happening yet or whatever. I'm not sure it has yet at this point. But they were being un- un- um, unnecessarily mean to her.
1: Exactly, and it's like they were all, like, I think if we did, if Rachel had not had an affair, this would have been a great episode for her, for the audience, Mm -hmm. because she was, it really looked like they were piling on her, and so um, they all get up and leave because they're now mad at Rachel, and Lala doesn't like being called a mistress. Mm -hmm. She says that her baby daddy never had an answer for his actions, but she did, but I think she forgot who made her answer to those actions. It was Katie and the old clique of mean girls who held it over her Who, yep. Like, so Katie and her old friends who were kicked off the show for being racist were the ones that were going after Rachel for now doing the exact same thing exactly. that, I mean, it's like, hello, like you're perpetuating this system that everybody blames single women who are sleeping with married men. Like, right. na- I mean, yes, listen, we, That's all know, a- yes. we all know that Rachel at this point deserved all of this. But right. at that time, I think Lala knew that Rachel had flipped over to the dark side of being like on somebody mm-hmm. like it's just so like, oh, it's so, more anyway.
0: offensive to me that she slept with her friend's husband than she slept with anybody else's husband. Like if it was somebody she didn't know, then maybe I could be like, all right, that's a mistake. She'd probably not be doing this. But like the fact that it was Ariana, that bothered yeah. me.
1: Yeah, and I just I wanted to yell at all of them, like you guys are all trash. Like I am too. Yeah. So we're all everybody here is garbage. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, Rachel pulled that shit with Schwartz and she pulled that shit with Garcel's son. Mm-hmm. And little did we know she was doing the same thing with Sandoval. So I mean Who knew I mean, she was such a femme fatale? Who knew she had it in her? You know what I'm talking about? Not so, me. I mean, they sat there and dragged her behind her back and then she's like, Well, I'm gonna prove them right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Thank you. I mean.
1: Oh, good Lord. I mean, yeah. So then we're getting toward the end of the episode the next morning. Rachel goes downstairs and tells everyone that she doesn't feel comfortable in the house and that her and Charlie are leaving, which I think it's the right approach. But um, I think that the only problem is she didn't tell them that she was going to go hang out with Sheena and Schwartz.
0: I mean, (laughs) did she have to say, well. That that felt so rehearsed and, like, ridiculous Uh, And she came out there saying that. We're going to go hang out with Schwartz
1: and Sheena now. Like, I mean, she just sounded like an idiot. Exactly. Like, at this point, it was just so – we're getting set up for the rest of the season. Like, the lines are being drawn. It's going to be, for now anyway, Rachel and Sheena versus Uh the other ones. And I felt uh, Tom
0: looked happy to see her, though, Sandoval. Like, when they walked in, he was like – he had a look on his face. Go back and watch it again and tell me what you think.
1: Oh, yeah, he's definitely lit up. And mm-hmm. I think that what makes it even more sad is that Ariana's just at home mourning the loss of her dog and like nobody's mm-hmm. checking on her. Like, I mean, unless they didn't show it, but like nobody's checking on her. Nobody's asking. The only one that checked on her was LVP because she had it on her call sheet. But I think that- <laughs> Right, exactly.
0: PM, <laughs> I, place yeah, she's like, Ariana.
1: Oh, I need to call Ariana and film my scene. <laughs> um, I was also very annoyed at Sheena saying, we have to get your shorts back. I'm like, girl, stop trying to make that shit happen. It's not cute. It is annoying. (laughs) So annoying. Sheena. Sheena, Sheena, Sheena. I think Sheena at the time thought, okay, nobody else likes me, so I'm gonna just align myself with the guys and right. uh, you know, I'll be that one girl that's like, I don't get along with girls, I only get along with guys. Uh, I'm a guy's
0: like, girl, not a girls girl. I'm only a guy go- girls don't like me. It's because like, oh, they're jealous home. of me. They're so jealous I'm, of me.
1: Uh, it's like, well, no, you're just annoying homegirl. But uh, what a good episode. It was a funny episode to watch and I think that it was um very strategic move by Mr. Cohen to tell us to what to look out for because it really piqued my interest. I was like, okay, well yeah, now I, need to I know to what he's talking about. And so I know. Yeah. It so was good. Uh, it was a good episode. I'm sure we'll hear more about the reunion once it's filled next week and hopefully you're get some boots on the ground because I know you're going to be in the area. Yeah I'll so. be
0: there. So Friday Yay! night is my, my only night I am going to like, you know, drag Darren around. That's my Bravo night. We get in on Friday in the morning at like 11 something. So we're going to Schwartz and Sandy's first for drinks. And then nah. I have a sir dinner reservation. So oh yeah, my God, I that'll love be it. the night. And of course I'll walk down to pump and Tom Tom and just peek in. Cause I don't think either one has their liquor license back yet. And I sure as <laughs> hell is not making it there. I'm on vacation. I want my cocktail. So yeah, I I cannot wait. Hopefully, I'll see something. What I'm hoping is they're filming the reunion like Friday, and then maybe mm-hmm. when they're done, they'll go to Sir afterwards. At least somebody, and then that would be good because I have like I think it's a nine o'clock reservation at Sir, like eight thirty nine o'clock. So oh
1: god, I am so I'll excited. Uh, we need a report back you're officially going to give us the report on the
0: yeah like i'm feeling like i might have to like just record some stuff to my phone while i'm there like if i see anything like hi i'm here sitting in this
1: corner (laughs) Um,
0: there's you know whoever over there we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see we'll see oh good lord so let's uh you want to take a short break and then we can move on to jersey and miami give us recap Let's right. do it. So we will be back in a moment. Boop. Hey, everybody, welcome back to East and West with Mario and Les. Uh, we have just finished recapping pump rules and talking gossip, and now we are going to talk Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, in this episode, Teresa is visiting Louis' therapist, who she has been seeing for six months, to discuss what is happening in her life. She talks about Louie, who has encouraged her to get some counseling and to utilize his flashcards <laughs> with pictures.
1: <laughs>
0: Louis likes therapy. Production shows us footage where Teresa has lost her shit, and now she plans on being a better communicator. And Teresa claims to be hurt by Joe not coming to her housewarming party.
1: So I,
0: I am impressed with Teresa going to therapy.
1: I am too. And I think the fact, whether she's genuine or not in going mm-hmm. to therapy, it's really making her look like she's actually putting the effort to evolve and change. Yes. Unlike her sister-in-law and brother who are just regurgitating the same lines over and over and over. So. Yep. I'm glad to see her go to therapy and reflect and just uh, a little self awareness cup. And ultimately I think that like, it, like I said, if she's doing it just because she wants to trick the audience into thinking that she's moving on, it's working because I'm like, good for you. girl. Either way.
0: But I don't think that she is. I'm getting the feeling that this is like genuine. She seems like a calmer Teresa. And if that's the influence that he's having on her, I'm fine with that.
1: No, for sure. I think that I agree that I think that you can see the change in her personality. Mm -hmm. Um, I did tweet snark and I was like, oh my God, Louise making her go to therapy way to ruin the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know that is true. That is a good point too. But you know, for her in her real life, I'm happy if she's evolving and you know, she shares with the therapist, how her dad and cousin stopped talking over $200. Now was this, um, this was Gorga's Dad, right? Not Gorga. Um, uh, yeah, Wakili's dad. Wakili.
1: Kathy's dad. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, Now, Wakili's mom is the sister of, or was the sister of was Teresa's the sister dad. Of
1: Teresa's dad. Yeah, that's how they right. were related. And mm-hmm. I
0: guess the husbands like got into a fight over $200 and they stopped talking. And she lets us know that her dad never told them he loved them until Teresa told Gia to show him love. That's
1: sad. Yeah. I mean, mm. I didn't start telling my mom, I love you, like, until after my sister died. Not to get dark and deep. Really? But okay. We just we just never said, I love you. Like, I don't know why we never said it. Uh-huh. It's, one of, it's one of those things where you just felt weird and awkward. I don't yeah. know. Cultural Culturally speaking, in my Mexican culture, we're not like, I love you.
0: Okay. Well, maybe uh, it's a cultural thing. Because, like, Teresa, it could be an Italian thing. My dad was Italian, but he wasn't like that. So, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I'm always like, okay, love you, bye. Like, uh, to all my kids. Like, that's just, yeah. that's how I am. And they I'm like, say it back. I'm sitting
1: here like, I don't think it's culture, just trauma. Like, we all just came okay. from trauma and we're just... <laughs> that's fair no, but that's but fair after too. we lost after i lost my sister now every time i talk to my mom and dad i'm like okay i love you that's i still, still don't really say it to my brothers because i don't know if i love them but no, i'm just kidding. yeah no i don't
0: <laughs> i say it yeah like i don't know i i say it to my kids i'll say it to my mom usually she'll say it to me first though and i, I don't know my my oldest max he's such a mensch in and, in and, and yiddish that means like he's just a he's i love a good person he he does for others and whatever and he always says I love you first so
1: oh, it's I love that
0: I know he's very sweet I um anyway let's get back to our regularly scheduled program yes. so, Teresa is peeved that her family went to Antonia's birthday party and that Antonia was a no-show at Melania's sweet 16 because she had a cheer competition now I'm gonna interject here because Riley used to cheer when she was younger you can't miss those. It doesn't matter. I mean, if it were a wedding, if it were something like that, then that's a different story. But if it's a competition, you can't miss, you could barely miss a practice without them kicking you off. So she really needs to kind of calm down about that. Although, like, I'm sure her boy, like, did everybody in that family go to the competition?
1: Probably not, but I think Teresa was just highlighting that because she wanted to remind the audience that Melissa and Joe only show up when they're filming for the show. Yeah. Because like, I don't think because I know, filmed. Anto- Yeah, Antonio's party yeah. was filmed, but it didn't air, no shade. Um, it aired in flashbacks. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think they filmed Melania's, and so Teresa was just sort of like, you know, they only come when we're paying them. So I think that's what she's really tired she have of. kind a point,
0: like, you know? Yeah. Well, she says that she's scared of Joe's temper and that she recalls being afraid of her dad and she's sick of the toxicity, which I don't blame her. Uh, The uh, therapist says that moving on is her only option if things don't change.
1: Amen. I mean, Uh, I hope so. I am with the therapist on that one.
0: I know. So am I.
1: Uh, mm.
0: So we see Margaret had her surgery and shared that they had to re-break her arm. Oh, my God. Just from skating. She didn't even look – I mean, when she fell, didn't even look that bad. Turned out to be this whole it, crazy thing.
1: Yeah, but she's isn't she like 80? So I think that's why, you know?
0: I'm just <laughs> oh. kidding. <laughs> Damn the shade there, people. I'm kidding. Uh, I love Margaret. <laughs> she still needs Joe to wipe her ass, though. Which, I mean, I, I you what? know what? How could she not wipe her ass with the other hand? I that's what I'm saying. Just you know, try to see if I had one hand and I. Ca- I don't understand.
1: That makes no, no sense. like just because your husband's a plumber doesn't mean he needs to go in and there he, and wipe he wants your to ass in
0: there. Ugh, i know and she's like and she actually said he's a plumber like okay but no that's no 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 no
1: no 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 you better go install a bidet or something uh, I, yeah
0: i know I, They do not have a bidet or anything i don't you can even get one for the toilet that you just pop on
1: Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think who I would love enough to be like, okay, I'll wipe your ass. Like, cause I've joked with my mom and dad, like, okay, if you guys are feeble and can't wipe your ass, I'm going to hire a nurse. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to wipe your ass. Like, I'm sorry. My like, dogs and my kids when they were little, I well, ain't wiping their ass know.
0: anymore. I mean, like, if I had to, I would, but I'm, I'm, oh, I'm my... not, not wiping his ass.
1: I'm telling you that much right now.
0: And oh, I'm pointing. You... He's downstairs I, somewhere. I just
1: oh. got a memory. I was, I was fostering a dog, Jack, who you saw pictures of, but um, yeah. When I fostered him, I used to wipe his ass. I just I'm a hypocrite. Oh Yeah. But I used to wipe that little ass, but that's different. It's not a that's full different. on not a full-on human being that's human just wants-
0: ass. No. I don't even want Darren to watch me going to the bathroom. I mean yeah, I go away. Exactly. Anyway, anyway. you know we keep going off on a tangent here. Um <laughs> the fessler visits Marge, who proudly shows off her beautiful hairless arms. <laughs> Well, she All got right. surgery. She wanted to show off the hairless. All righty. Uh, she shares that she's going to the baseball game, but she will just be a cheerleader, obviously. And the Fessler reveals that Jennifer apologized for her behavior. And she's also shaming Marge for her reaction and lets her
1: know that she was not nice. And I love her for that. I love the Fessler for that one, too. It was a good moment of objectivity and you know, sometimes friends got to let them know, like, girl, you were looking like a complete Yeah, group. calm down. Right. I know. And I'm the glad Fessler, she did that. You know, the Fessler doing that really shows that she's not just blindly loyal to a housewife. And it made her seem more, you know, rational. Right. Because so.
0: she's been friends with her for a long time. But I think that's good when you have a little honesty there. I mean. I loved it. Anyway, we then go to Jennifer's house and she has her kids cleaning the house. What? Uh, what I can't get my kids to clean the house. I've tried. (laughs) I mean, they'll clean their own rooms. I don't see them doing anything else. Um, Anyway, she doesn't want Bill to make nice with Marge at the game and shares with Bill that Marge said that she's a disheveled drug addict. She claims (laughs) to use marijuana when the kids are in bed and cannot be able to accept either label. She's definitely smoking more than when her kids are in bed. Doesn't she have older kids, like, but they're going to bed at 8 p.m. Come on, um. She thinks Marge is an evil puppeteer, and everyone is afraid of her. I I don't disagree. I I love Marge, but I think that she definitely is pulling some strings there, and I do think they're afraid of her.
1: Well, yeah, because she Marge is definitely up there in terms of being quick on her words, on her wit. Um, in terms like when she argues, the only one that I've seen keep up with her is Jennifer Aiden, and. Yep. But everybody else, like, they're either, like she said, scared of her or they just don't want to fuck with her like that because... Yeah, she has all this information, too, I feel like. Yeah, she gets it somewhere. Like
0: her hair is full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> She's
1: full the of mean Girls
0: reference for you there. Uh, anyway, so... Dolores has Paul uh, admiring her waddle when she walks. She fell in the shower and Paul thinks her cushioned ass saved her fall. Probably did. (laughs) I
1: mean, maybe. Um,
0: Her dad comes over and Dolores shares how difficult it is to get her dad's approval since he likes to clean his guns when he meets Dolores' men. That sounds familiar to me. I feel like I I think I can recall my dad taking out a gun here and there. Um Paul needs to have a procedure done on his heart um since it's not in the right rhythm and he won't be at the game because he needs to take care of his health issue. I'm sure Frank is thrilled to hear oh, that.
1: The health issue is and- Frank
0: Exactly. So Dolores goes for a walk with her dad and they chat about her relationship with Frank. Um, Lawrence says that she drove the bus alone throughout her relationship and that she needs to give herself credit since she did it all alone while Frank was <laughs> getting strange while pretending to be working. Dolores acknowledges that she does not talk to Frank as much as she used to. Um, so then we arrive at the baseball game, and Joe, Frank, and John are doing some batting practice with the ladies. Uh, Melissa does not want to ruin her face after seventeen nose jobs. Um, she's not used to big balls flying at her face. Just Joe Gerga's little balls,
1: yeah, just allegedly.
0: His little like Brussels sprout balls. Aww. Um, <laughs> aw, so cute. So Frank whines that his family dynamic is different now, and that he is sad that Paul has moved in. Frank and his girlfriend, Brittany, think that Paul may be insecure around Frank. He probably is, but I
1: don't know why if he was, because they don't, they're just friends. I, it's hard for me to feel bad for Frank. Like, you had your chance, sir. Like, you had, you were married to this woman. You cheated on her. You were, she's been right. very open in her confessionals that he used to, like, throw things and was angry and he was a horrible husband. Yeah. And the fact that she even maintained any type of cordial Friendship, relationship with him. Right. Exactly. It's like. You already have had your chance. And I am so proud of Dolores for not succumbing to this pressure of like, oh, well, Frank needs me more. It's like, no, fuck no,
0: off. no, that's not fair. I mean, she wanted to be with somebody. And as we know from David, he would never participate in anything. We exactly. never saw him. And he became best friends with Frank. How did that work out? Not well for her. and Not you know, well, bitch. <laughs> not well, bitch. Anyway, so Melissa shares that Jennifer is taking Marge's comment about Melissa scoring a ball player and running with it, and she believes that Jennifer is a revenge on Marge tour is on a revenge on Marge tour. Um, yeah, that comment. I think Marge was just trying to build Melissa up. I don't think she was really encouraging her to leave Joe. But then again, who knows? Would it? Maybe she sees more that goes on.
1: Yeah, behind absolutely. The scenes.
0: Uh, so Rachel mentions how Teresa told her to keep Marge close, and Melissa thinks that Teresa is fake as hell to have made up with Marge because she hates Marge, she says, which she does. I mean, I, mean, I don't. It's true.
1: It's I think so it's true. true.
0: She's but made I, no bones about it.
1: Yeah. It's completely true. I think that Melissa had a point in terms of Teresa being fake as hell, but then we see Melissa be fake as hell when Teresa right. gets there later. So. Right. Everybody's exactly. a little fake. Everybody's
0: fake as hell here. No, yeah. um, She thinks that Louie told Teresa to stop Marge from sharing the truth about him by befriending her again. Um, mm. yeah, that, yeah. Melissa thinks that Louie is charming and manipulative.
1: Those are some big words yeah. for Teresa. I don't know if Teresa's going to know what that
0: means. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, Rachel is going to make her own decisions and not be swayed by this nonsense, which is good. Um, and so then yes, we're at the game. Did I say we were at the game before? I think I did. And we oh. weren't at the game yet, but now we have arrived at the game. Um, and it is impressive that they raised $180,000 the previous year. That's pretty good.
1: I know. I may, I, when I heard that I was like, okay oh, I'm like, wow. no, yeah good
0: for them. I wonder if the posh fashion show raised that, that much money. <laughs> you know whatever was embedded there. Was with, it a charity or was it for Pa uh, only? I don't know. Uh,
1: you know Pa. She probably gave him a two hundred dollar gift card to her store and there called it. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Dolores is selling the husband's calendar at the event. Um Evan and Jackie show up to film and she gets so excited when she sees Evan's picture in the
1: calendar. He does look damn good in that picture. I honestly like as much as everybody was enraged with Rachel and Tom's yeah. horrible tragedy, yeah. I'm still mad that Jackie does not suck his dick. And I'm going to say it; I said it. It's it's completely, weird. It's completely unfair that somebody that gorgeous is just being deprived. But well, he I doesn't think-
0: go down on her either. Like there's <laughs> nothing going on there. It's just straight. Sex, it is straight
1: dry. Back. I mean, hey, if they like it, I love it. But that picture, I saw it and I was like, oh, I like fell to my knees just on instinct. I don't know what happened. I got up. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was weird. because all the store. He's
0: (laughs) he's ranks in the hottest housewives husbands for sure. Absolutely. High up there. Uh, So Frank and Brittany arrive. um, And it does kind of make us wonder if she's getting paid for her appearances. What do we think?
1: I don't. I don't think she is. I thought about it. I'm like, she's been filming a lot for someone yeah. who may not be getting paid. But, you know, in the age of influencers, they probably told her, you'll get paid an exposure, darling. Millions right. of people watch this show. That's tummy
0: tea. You'll be able to talk to them in no time and then shitting your brains out, probably. Anyway, oh, uh, so Danielle shares how Teresa told her to keep an eye on Marge. And then production <laughs> pulls out the archive to show that she has been no innocent. Been- rampaging through jersey jennifer Absolutely. and bill come in when marge is letting danielle know that jennifer is a mess and a loose cannon
1: the timing is always perfect in jersey isn't it
0: always always uh so then teresa gia melania and louie arrive and joe is avoiding his sister and louie he literally runs he takes he- his kid and he's like let's go to the other room
1: uh, that was so uncomfortable and so obvious and i'm just like oh my god like what the hell like he i mean your like, he... money
0: yeah
1: <laughs> he's That's like we oh shit she's gonna charge me
0: <laughs> right exactly <laughs> on camera i know and then uh bill kisses marge hello and jennifer is annoyed as hell at that she is not happy about that
1: that even annoyed me it's like damn dude how many times does your wife have to tell you that she just wants you to be on her side but yeah you know he's rational i, I guess
0: yep yep, yep uh jennifer and rachel talk about olivia wanting to be a therapist um and she gets so upset that olivia has a belief that she needs to be a therapist and she was troubled by bill's cheating that made me sad it made me sad too like she wanted to do it for love it was really cute when she said that like be a therapist for love it's sad though because she probably just witnesses a lot of fighting in the house and that's probably why
1: and you know Uh, people at school told her that her dad cheated on her mom and like it just yeah As of much course. as AIDS wives try to pretend that their kids don't know what's going on, like I mean,
0: come on—they're on television. They're they're gonna say something. Like in school, it's just the way it works. Um, so Danielle brags about her skills after she can catch a ball. All right, I'm gonna take that part out because I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. <laughs>
1: Danielle brags about her skills after she can catch a baseball. Okay. So, good. Teresa
0: shrieks when the ball is tossed at her face and cannot get. Past first base, that would be me. Yeah. Uh, Dolores shares that Paul couldn't come because of his heart procedure, and Frank blathers on about missing his relationship with Dolores. He does not
1: like change, of course, except when it comes to changing then girls he because he's changing women left and right. So I don't like change, he says. Yes, but let me cheat on my wife, Dolores. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, so the kids end up having to save the day in play since the adults are losing to the doctors. Teresa, Gia, and Melania interact warmly with a little Joey, and Gia, who is actually being treated like a housewife, thinks that Melissa and Joe are putting a wedge between her and the cousins.
1: Yeah, I. she's getting a lot of confessionals for someone that's a kid. Like, I don't remember kids. Maybe the show's evolved, and I, I'm not mad at it. I think Gia is allowed to say her piece, but they're pushing this narrative and it's not even maybe narrative is a strong word but they're pushing this a lot like look how much my uncle hates us (laughs) over and over and over i know
0: i know it is weird but i didn't like the fact that gia lied um last week when she told Teresa that melissa barely spoke to her at the housewarming party that wasn't true either no, I know that was. They had a um, whole conversation, so that was that was troubling to me. Um, anyway, so the the housewives and the the jersey the housewives and the husbands end up winning the game, and they raise over two hundred thousand dollars for a very worthy cause. So we're good for them. No. Um. Then we see Jennifer and Bill meeting with a therapist named Judy. <laughs> it looks like she's been pulled out of a senior center to film. She really has, and that office. Oh. It's very interesting. You know,
1: you know that office stunk. Like, you oh know, how know, you know, you know how, you know how dust, dust smells sometimes Like yeah. when you go to like an old building. Yeah. Dust alone. Yeah. And to I me, mean... I like juxtaposed it with <laughs> Teresa's hot ass therapist. And then Bill and Jen are getting like some <laughs> woman that they like... probably found on Groupon. I'm just like, who is this lady? I never trust you know. a therapist that agrees to film, first of all. But it's <laughs> true. When I strange. saw her, I gasped. I was like, oh. like, oh.
0: <laughs> I know. was dying. I was just dying at her office. I was like, Whoa, who is this person? Her paintings and her. It was just,
1: yeah. It was I'm hard. like, you can tell these people don't got insurance. And they went to <laughs> no. some lady that was willing to get paid with exposure. But right, for- exactly. I mean, she, she made some good points, though. I'll give her that.
0: She definitely did. Uh, So Jen shares how Bill believes that the key to a healthy relationship is not to talk and brush things under the rug, which means, you know, full wells, not the way it is, um, Mm. the way it should be. Jennifer tells the therapist the story of Bill's infidelity from 11 years ago, and she was pregnant at the time with her fourth child. She chose to forgive him and pretend as if it never happened that's she thought, Yeah, I mean, she thought she was dealing with this issue in a healthy way
1: until Marge outed Bill.
0: Okay, so maybe Marge did her a favor then.
1: Maybe, I think, and I think Marge said it when it happened last season that um, when she outed it, she assumed that everybody knew because it's just right. something that wasn't talked about on camera. Right. Um, so I don't think March has enough power to like out some huge family secret because people knew obviously.
0: Right, right. But
1: it didn't shock me when, I don't know, anytime I hear somebody's getting cheated on, I either don't believe it right away or I just don't get shocked. Like whenever I hear that Kyle's getting cheated on, I never believe it. I'm just like, that's a lie. That would never happen. Mauricio would never do this to us. But then when I hear that Robin's getting cheated on by Juan, I'm like, well, yeah, of course he's cheating on her. Yeah, (laughs) right.
0: Exactly. I know. Sometimes it shocks me, though, when I hear. I don't know why, because yeah. yeah. nothing should shock me anymore. Um, anyway, so Jennifer resents that this was brought to light and the way it was brought to light, and she had to tell two of her older children what happened, and poor little Olivia saw it on a TikTok and wanted to know if all
1: men cheat. That was so heartbreaking. Like, these shows remind me that I do have a heart, because when I heard <laughs> that Olivia was like, Mommy, do all men cheat? I wanted to say, yes, they do. But aside from that, I was like, wow, like, this is so hurt, like, so sad. I know, it's sad. I would not know how to talk to a child, first of all. Like, I would just, like, when kids try to talk to me, I just pretend I'm mute and deaf and don't engage. But what would you do if (laughs) your kid was like, mommy, do all men cheat? Like, do you say, because I know Jennifer said people make mistakes, but... God, like, uh, I mean, I
0: don't know. I think I would just say that, like, um, you know, everybody is capable of cheating. Not everybody does cheat just because they're capable of doing it. Um, and, but to be like, if my daughter asked me that, like now at this point, she's 16, I would just tell her to just keep her eyes open. I mean, you can't listen. I don't think my husband cheats on me, but I can't say anything for 100% with about anything. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't, I'm not stupid. I keep my eyes open and I'd like to think that he doesn't.
1: No, for sure. I mean, it is what it, and I think that when it comes to cheating, it's just such a level of betrayal that it's so. Yeah. It's just hurtful. Unforgivable and like resentful. And yeah, that's why I tell people, listen, you're only a cheater if you get caught. And if you don't want to get caught, (laughs) feel free to hit me up. I can show you the way. (laughs) I cope with humor.
0: I mean, I guess I got to hand it to her. She stayed with him. I don't think I would have. I mean, maybe if I had little babies at the time. If it was now, I'd be like. Toodles. Hey, y'all. Anyway, so. Bill actually resents being the only one to push their children and he thinks that she um you know is too easy on them and he believes that kids needs need micromanagement. Um Jennifer hears this comment and takes offense since Bill is criticizing her parenting. She feels like she's the only one participating and just an employee of his. Which sometimes you do feel like that when you're a stay-at-home mom. That's an easy Thing to feel you know especially if your husband is gone a lot and you're the one doing the majority of the work then they come home and they have an issue with it meanwhile they're there five minutes a day like it's not that's not fair
1: yeah
0: um anyway so bill mentions you know that his job is high stress and he comes home from work exhausted but according to jen then he goes and like hides away in the pool house for three hours well that's not fair he should come home and help
1: Exactly, and remember when Margaret said on the show that your husband's in the pool? Like, what is he doing in the pool house for so long? How did Margaret know? Like that bitch.
0: Margaret has secrets. She got Mm. all the secrets. Maybe it's behind (laughs) that wallpaper
1: that she has all over the house. Probably, and they're watching porn or something. Because I'm just like, three hours. What are you doing? Which is
0: fine. Like, go relax for an hour.
1: Exactly, but he doesn't have dinner
0: with them even. (laughs) I mean, that's that's so shitty. That's one thing. I mean, at least we all have dinner together. Usually, you know, even when everybody is busy. Anyway, so Judy, um, (laughs) the geriatric therapist recognizes that Jennifer needs to feel like she's not his subordinate, but an equal partner. She senses that Jen is lonely and Jennifer admits that she's going to check out if he doesn't want to be there to support her. And Judy says she wants to see them again. And that's where it ends.
1: Hey, overall, I think this episode was good for moving the story forward of Jennifer's marriage issues because mm-hmm. that's exactly where we're going. Right. Um, I can't tell if Bill is just checked out of their marriage or if he just doesn't like filming the show with her. You think because he's getting
0: that Lenny look on his face? I can't tell
1: either. Because sometimes I, I teeter-totter. I'm like, okay, is he just annoyed with her or is he right. annoyed with filming? Because he's... Nobody smiles bigger than Bill when he's filming with the men. So it's not like he's oh, always checked right. out. You know what right. I mean? Like, Bill is always, like, a guy's guy and yada, yeah. yada, yada. But when he's with Jennifer, he's always, like, forcing himself to, like, mm-hmm. talk and, like, yes, like, okay. So it's scary. Like, to me, I don't know if they're going make it. to make it at this point. Because it's the way that they treat each, or the way that she is so – angry and she has all these visceral responses to everything he says to me it's like mm-hmm. she's getting to her end and she has made that joke in the past like if you leave me now I'm gonna get half bitch so he's probably like damn it's too expensive yeah. to leave her
0: so definitely how I wonder, how long have they been married I want to say over 12 years at this yeah. point because yeah. if he
1: cheated on her 11 years ago then it's right been a while. That's
0: true that's true it's been a while yeah all right well We'll see what happens next week. I think there's a scene where he's very drunk and crawling on the floor, like somewhere on the Jersey shore. They're both ship based or something. We'll see. I love it.
1: I love it. And you know. I just want to take this moment to say, I love Danielle, the new housewife. She's cracks me up. She's been yeah. a great addition. So hopefully definitely. Rachel, I mean, I like all of them, but Danielle's definitely a star for me. So,
0: you know, she was on true life MTV, true life. I'm a Staten Island girl i seen that clip and it's like okay you know i looked up the
1: episode but i can't find it anywhere i wanted to watch it i missed those true life episodes that was some those shit those are like, good
0: yeah
1: oh my god i i wrote in to be on a true life episode <laughs> and i heard back and then i got scared and chickened out it was wow. um it was true life oh god the episode was true life i'm happy to be fat <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, for those that don't know, I've lost uh, 165 pounds, kudos to me, but this was before I've lost the weight. And so back then I saw that they were casting for True Life. I'm happy to be fat. And now I was only like 22 or 23. I am yeah. so glad I didn't do it. I would hate <laughs> Oh my God. I don't even like the sound of my own voice. So when I hear back the show, or the podcast, I'm just like
0: Ugh. I know. I know. So I
1: am don't... so glad there's no footage of Mario somewhere. Oh God. That would have yeah, been the internet fun. is forever. People
0: remember Absolutely. that so
1: fucking lootly. Thank God I didn't do it.
0: Oh my God. All right. Let's move along to Miami I'm Miami, Miami
1: was reunion part two good lord this was all over the place Andy Cohen was enraged and it was amazing it was amazing it was so amazing we start off with Alexia feeling like she was attacked all season she cannot understand why the other ladies just don't get that she's just confident um <laughs> she genuinely believes that the other ladies are jealous because they don't have the resilience that she has and alexia blames lisa for getting cheated on because she wasn't secure enough that i mean good lord that was just strike one with alexia because she was um yeah she she was on a roll this episode
0: do i need to give the definition of sociopath again
1: let's i mean it's i tell you I it's, mean, a, it's applicable yeah. to these bravo stars i'll tell you that much it certainly is uh, they go take a lunch break and Nicole and Gertie are just hoping for an apology for Julia and Adriana. They both feel that Alexia is only kissing ass now because she doesn't want to be counseled for her comments. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia did mention that Martina had treatment the previous day and won't be attending. So we should send our prayers to Miss Martina. Yes, Hopefully she's recovering from her cancer uh marisol does have her own bathroom because she has a lot of booze to pee out and she has to be fueled up so she can protect miss brolexia who always says bro every other word um alexia goes backstage and she tells julia why she has so much anger for adriana and alexia is really having this full-on conversation while adriana is just right there listening Mm -hmm. um she's talking about adriana like she's not there which i thought was hilarious uh, they're yelling backstage at each other and i wanted i just wanted to yell at them save it for the couches people like this is where you are yeah y-.
0: she called Adriana the devil back then
1: <clears throat> alexia then declares that or i'm sorry adriana then declares that alexia waited to out her dead husband for being gay herman until after his death adriana does not feel that she did anything wrong talking about his lifestyle since it was common knowledge i mean was that just like a soap opera line that i just said because yeah. The gay husband like, "Woo, I'm telling yeah. you nobody nobody does it like Miami. I'll tell you that Tele-novela. much." Telenovela. Telenovela and I am here for it. Miss Alexia is annoyed being labeled as a mean girl. She says that Adriana is a devil and a narcissist with no feelings. Alexia thinks Adriana even wants to look like her because now she's dyeing her hair blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, the delusion. She has the market uh, on blonde hair apparently nobody else can be a blonde bitch my namesake kiki joins the group and she's having trouble keeping her boobs from falling out of her dress i mean i was hoping kiki's there just to maybe bring comedic relief because she didn't really do much else during the season so yeah it was nice it's nice to see her i like kiki so i like Uh, her
0: and i have to tell her like she loves a whopper or i have to tell you not her (laughs) she loves a whopper and i love her for it because there's nothing i love more than a whopper junior no
1: tomato Oh, I'm over here with my Whopper Junior with cheese. um, No pickles. Oh, so at, I love it. No pickles. But yes, yeah, so we do love a Whopper. That was my drug before I lost weight. I used to go to Burger King all the time. And I would get a triple Whopper with cheese. That's all bad. I look back I now and I'm like. finish a regular
0: Whopper. <laughs> no, I,
1: when I, because now when I do indulge in a Whopper, I do get a Whopper Junior because yeah, yes. you want to you keep it light. Yes. But when I, I remember I ordered a regular Whopper one time after weight loss and I looked at it and I was like, how the hell? Did I used to eat a dragon yeah, walker? <laughs> like, I know. That's I, crazy. I know. That I, thing is, it, like, wide. So much. <laughs> I mean, so, it, it really broke me in because I needed a big mouth for all that meat. But anyway, <laughs> it, that was my any tool. Hey. To, <laughs> any gay. Um, Julia has put her adoption on hold since Martina's fighting for her life with cancer. Andy reflects on Martina and Julia having different dreams. And if Julia will try to enjoy Martina's interests as well. Julia says she is trying to be more present with Martina and she's getting used to having more dinner for two. Uh, apparently Martina was very popular at BravoCon, and she was a supportive spouse. And that was a cute little package of Julia thanking everyone for her support for showing yeah. support for Martina. Yeah. I think we needed some balance because the rest of this episode was messy as hell. Oh yeah. Um, randomly Andy Cohen asked if anyone has heard or seen from Anna does he, I mean, do our newer listeners even know who Anna is from season two? Because Anna, I was... don't know.
0: Yeah, if they didn't watch the earlier seasons,
1: yeah. But it's what 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 is worth noting is that Doctor Nicole mentioned that both Leah and Anna reached mm-hmm. out to her to give her some oh, gossip. Okay, but, she, but she's like, I don't spread the rumors like other people. Right, I mean, she was like talking to Larsa.
0: <laughs> she was know. talking to
1: Larsa and Marisol. Mm-hmm. Um, then Gertie says that her and Russell are having sex more and he's made it known that he wants more intimacy. Alexia tries to one up and brag that she has sex all the time. Larsa then sits there on her non-fake ass and says that she had sex four times a night, every night before her entire marriage. No way. No way. That would I'm be 28 like, times a week you are just being jackhammered for years then like I mean at that point it's like well damn no wonder she leaves. she looks so different she's just swollen from being plowed (laughs) so much um just just opened up she she just she just she like got so, so I was just picturing that like oh my god 28 times a week um Andy inquires if her new boyfriend Marcus can keep up and she says he's not a problem because you know what they say about men with big feet um I thought about Camille when she's like, big hand, big feet, big disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy asks Larsa if her and Scotty talk about each other's personal life. She says no. Uh, Larsa says she hung out with Marcus's family, but she won't comment on spending time with Michael Jordan. Anthony's just, Anthony, Andy's just really uh in shock that Larsa is just in the middle of two basketball superheroes. And mm-hmm. Larsa said that she will change her name if she remarries a rich athlete. And then she gets called out for her shady below the belt comments. Uh, Whenever Larsa gets a feeling that she's being challenged, she said she just must win the battle because she does not like to lose. That's, I mean, listen, I don't know. I I go back and forth with Larsa. So Uh, Andy asks Larsa if she does feel vindicated about her gossip that Lenny admitted to having the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Which is not a bad thing exactly lisa resented that the, that comment because she felt that larsa was suggesting that they can't afford they cannot afford their lifestyle andy said it was one of the stupidest fights he's ever heard and they agreed i thought it was hilarious for andy to say that he's like, i know that's probably one of the stupidest fights and then <laughs> i love the sh- little flex that andy gave because he's like there's something wrong with having a mortgage he's like raise your hand if you have a mortgage he's like i have a couple <laughs> exactly exactly who doesn't have a mortgage yeah i was like the rich bitch has arrived Mm -hmm. um lisa then admits that yes they were renting their home out on weekends but lenny but lenny did not want the truth to be known and so she lied when they asked her about it i mean Mm -hmm. do you Mm. um, Larsa gets called out for weaponizing information that she gets from her alleged friends. She's accused by a viewer of having dirt on everyone. Larsa pretends that this shady info just falls on her laps. I mean she's acting like these direct messages that she gets are credible unless they're about I her I know I know if, if they're about her, it's fake. then it's fake. It's all rumors if it's about her. Nicole calls her out on it and she tells Nicole, I have real jobs, not like you. You just put people to sleep. I'm like, are you?' freaking she keeps people
0: living during surgery i mean look up the definition of anesthesiologist
1: people she can't even spell anesthesiologist i'm sure i don't think she can pronounce it exactly i just say anesthesia um larsa does not like that anthony trash talked her and accused her of being a homewrecker after being linked with malik beasley who was still married listen Mm -hmm. facts are facts that's what nicole said he was right. married when you were plowing him. So, right. I mean, it is what it is. I did like that Julia came to Nicole's defense. She lets everybody know that she finds Nicole to be the most trustworthy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't
1: like Larsa questioning Nicole's professionalism because Nicole was the anesthesiologist with Martina in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Nicole just can't understand why it's such a reach to understand why a man would not defend his wife's career and their child who was born I at know. a block larsa has just such a warped sense of value and she perceives nicole to be judgmental like larsa just thinks really highly of herself because
0: well backstage yeah she's like oh if my husband were so obsessed with another woman there would be a problem in that relationship he's not obsessed with her he get over
1: yourself he's upset. and maybe and maybe if your husband was obsessed with you you would still be married to him i mean Thank i'm you. just yeah. saying <laughs> Sorry, we throw shade up in this point Um, I do think that Nicole hit a nerve with Larsa when she called her on her hypocrisy. Because Larsa cannot be that foolish and true and I truly believe her work is her only real job is OnlyFans at this point. Like, I mean, come on. Definitely. And, and Real Housewives of Miami. Um, we then get a cute segment of Andy asking Kiki about her single status. She declares that there are too many eggheads like Lenny out there um he wants to know what kiki sees when he looks at his head and she says he's wild which i mean we know andy he is a wild. Know. yeah definitely andy being andy asked the entire group if they had seen it coming with lenny and lisa gertie mentioned that she remembers a fundraiser where lenny would not even go to the event and then we got some unseen footage of lenny just avoiding participating yeah, in like the, the partitioned
0: group. area right exactly
1: that was very awkward to see that yeah um Lisa reminds everybody or asserts that Lenny has always been awkward and socially awkward. She mentioned that he was just trying to get into shape after she baked him their whole marriage. Mm-hmm. Lenny also started taking testosterone, which she now sees as a red flag. Um, Kiki thinks that was a sign that he was ready to fuck somebody else. And so Lisa admits that since they were together for 15 years. She would aim for having sex with him at least once a week, but then it got down to almost nothing. Right. And then, I don't know where her logic was, but she agreed to still host Lenny's Halloween party with him after the divorce was filed. 600 people were in attendance, and she felt an obligation to have the party because it's still his house. Girl, go somewhere else then. Like, leave. I know. (laughs) She said, oh, well,
0: we still live in the house, so, you know, he can have whatever he wants there. Well, yeah, but you don't have to host it. I mean, that's... Exactly. Like, this is
1: why she loses credibility. Like, I mean... I don't right, know. Right. This like, is
0: why people are like, hello. Like,
1: what's going why are on? You? When right. I heard that, I'm like, this bitch still hosted a party with him after yep. the divorce. I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a. It ends with Kiki sharing that she has been going to Lisa's parties for years mm-hmm. and has heard from her model friends that Lenny was always a cheater, cheater, egghead eater. <laughs> and next week is part three. So it ends with that revelation. Again, it's one of those things where you're. Not shocked, but you're also shocked kind of feeling. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to miss Miami. The girls are bring like, they've been delivering week by week. We know. And They're so good.
0: They're so good.
1: So next week is part three of the reunion. It was a good uh, reunion. I did. I forgot to write it down. But when Larsa was going after Nicole and you mm-hmm. go in. Andy looks at Larsa and says, That is an asshole thing, asshole to, thing say. to say.
0: Yeah, when about the baby out of wedlock. Because, hello, hello. He's not married and he has two kids and it's two 2023. Kids like,
1: it's fine. And to me, it's like Larsa's on her high horse over having a child out of wedlock, but she's divorced now. So, isn't that a frowned upon and something, whatever? Right. Like, exactly. archaic ar- exactly. mind she's thinking. I know. Oh, good Lord. These people. I love it. I love how much they frustrate me. I can't get enough.
0: I know. Me too. It's been a good week. And hopefully next week we will have another amazing Bravo week. We have, oh, we have um Ultimate Girls Trip to look forward I to know! next week. I'm oh, excited I about this. It's
1: been a chaotic time for us all. Uh, we thank everybody for listening. As always, we feel the love on the social medias. And, uh, Leslie, I love talking to you.
0: I love talking to you and we will be back next week with an all new episode. So tell your friends, make sure to listen and download. And we thank you. And Mario, I hope that you have a good rest of your day.
1: You too, my love. I love you. I love you. I love love that. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.